You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadoulou. What's up, everyone, and welcome back to more of the Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadoulou, and today on this beautiful Saturday, I'm coming at you guys with my fantasy football injury report for week three as the Sunday slate of games are a little less than 24 hours away. We'll dive into all all of the questionable players, the big name guys, the guys that you probably have on your roster or maybe is going up against you on your opponent's team's roster to look out for and keep an eye on as we get closer and closer to that 1 p.m. kickoff time on Sunday. So without further ado, like button, subscribe button, and comment down below how you feeling about your fantasy football team this week, who you looking at, and who do you have to keep an eye on going into Sunday's games. I'll start things off with the late start players, the guys that are starting around the four o'clock window into the eight o'clock window on Sunday here, because these are guys you really need to be considering and thinking about going into this week's slate of games as, you know, bulk players, majority are all in the one o'clock window. And then there's only a handful of those guys that, you know, very questionable. Are they going to play? Are they not going to play? Are you going to risk waiting and letting your guy who might not play at four o'clock Start over a guy who plays in your 1 o'clock window. Starting off with the Chargers at 4.05 p.m., Justin Herbert dealing with a rib injury and wide receiver Keenan Allen dealing with a hamstring injury. Both are listed as questionable for the L.A. Chargers. Now, Herbert, he was limited Wednesday and Thursday, didn't participate in Friday. I'm assuming they wanted to give him a little extra rest going into Sunday's game after practicing those first two days. The plan is for Herbert to ramp up prior to game time and see if he's ready to go, which means he is very questionable going into this game. Chase Daniel is their backup. He'll be the guy that's taking the quarterback spot over should he not be able to play. So someone to look at if you're really desperately in need of a quarterback and you don't have someone behind, I would would hope you would, but if you don't have someone behind Justin Herbert, Chase Daniels might be your guy. He's a guy that's done a solid job as a backup career, a career backup quarterback, I should say. And then of course, wide receiver Keenan Allen with the hamstring, limited participant Wednesday and Thursday, also did not participate Friday. Head coach Brandon Staley suggested that Allen is like 50-50 come Sunday. And again, four o'clock window. Are you going to risk it? Who knows? But I would definitely consider, you know, take a look at your roster, see who's kind of sitting out there in the free agent pool, maybe bring someone in. Cole Beasley just got brought into the Buccaneers and with the amount of injuries at wide receiver that they're dealing with, it might not be it might not be a bad idea to maybe consider bringing him in and see how many looks he can get from Tom Brady here in his first week with the Buccaneers. And on the topic of them, we'll flip over to the Buccaneers who have Again, a handful of guys injured here. I'm noting the more notable guys, guys that I expect to actually be getting some starting time on some of those teams that you have in your league here. Running back Leonard Fournette dealing with a hamstring injury. Julio Jones dealing with a knee injury. And wide receiver Russell Gage also dealing with a knee injury. Russell Gage, limited Wednesday and Thursday, didn't participate Friday. Julio Jones, who did not participate Wednesday and Thursday and was limited Friday. There's a, you know, you're also looking at Brashad Perriman, Scotty Miller's another guy. There is a lot of injury stuff going on at the wide receiver position for Tampa Bay. And I would just consider keeping your options open and don't live or die on Russell Gage or Julio Jones starting as those two guys would probably be getting the majority of looks if they are playing, obviously considering Chris Godwin is injured. And then of course, Mike Evans, he's not going to be playing so something to look at as well but I mean Julio Jones from what it sounds like might have a shot to play it's more of a game time decision than anything else Todd Bowles specifically himself said game time decision but if he does end up playing he's probably going to be getting a majority of the looks his way him and Tom Brady displayed a really good connection in week one obviously he didn't play in week two and with so many injuries and questionables at the wide receiver spot in Tampa Bay if Julio Jones is ready to go 
he would be a really solid option to start on your roster, maybe as like wide receiver two, something like that. Maybe at a flex spot, if you're really not sure how much playing time he's going to play, or if you don't want to risk your wide receivers one and two for a guy like Julio Jones, who's questionable in that later window. Then of course, running back Leonard Fournette, while he's listed as questionable, it sounds like he's going to play same injury he was dealing with last week. He still got 80% of the snaps on offense last week. So I don't really expect him to not be playing this week. If anything, at worst, maybe they drop that 87% down to something along the lines of like 65% bring in you know Rashad White to maybe play a little bit more and just kind of give him a little more rest going through the game if the injury is still really bothering him that much but Leonard Fournette not a guy I'm too too worried about considering he just played through the injury last week and it doesn't sound like it's gotten any worse for the Cardinals running back James Conner did not participate Wednesday he was limited Thursday and Friday the Cardinals, this is another one of those wait-and-see guys. They're not really sure how he's going to look, and he is a game-time decision. So someone you won't find out till about 90 minutes prior to game time. They're going to have him go through his warm-ups, do his thing, and see if he's able to go. Uh, this is one of those that's like, I, I, this one sounds a little bit risky here because I, I didn't really expect to see James Conner on this injury report, and the fact that he's still on there after missing Wednesday and playing lightly through Thursday and Friday in practice if they're in wait-and-see mode, there's obviously a slight bit of concern there in his availability, so just keep an eye on that. Look at that waiver wire, excuse me, that free agent pool, or you know, maybe see if there is anyone just sitting out there, or if you have another guy, maybe consider throwing him in there, because 425 p.m., that's even later than like Buccaneers, excuse me, not Buccaneers, the Chargers game. It's one of the later 4 o'clock window games. You want to make sure you have someone lined up in case he's not ready to go. And then for the Broncos on Sunday night, 8.20 p.m., wide receiver Jerry Judy got knocked out of the game last week, didn't participate Wednesday and Thursday. He was limited in Friday. Judy wants to play. He acknowledged that it's going to be up to the coaches ultimately, but this one is a slight bit of a concern because it's a ribs and shoulder thing dealing with a lot. I could potentially see the Broncos maybe holding him out. He didn't participate Wednesday and Thursday, and he was only limited Friday. So while it's a good sign he was in there getting some reps in, the fact that they felt they needed to hold him out all week as precaution, a little bit of a sketchy one here. If you're relying on Judy as your wide receiver one or wide receiver two, I would maybe consider finding somebody else and have them ready to go come one o'clock tomorrow because this one sounds like a 50-50, but it might even be like 60-40 and him not playing just because he's been missing so much time through the week here. And again, it's something that knocked him out of the game last week. So really consider looking for somebody else if Jerry Judy is one of your guys on your roster. Now, for the 1 o'clock window here, we have a litany of guys to look at. Saints, same as last week. Quarterback, Jameis Winston, and running back, Alvin Kamara. Obviously, Kamara did not play, and Jameis Winston, not only dealing with his back injury now and four fractures to his vertebrae, he also has an ankle injury now. So this one, it, it sounds like he's going to play, but this is one of those things where it's like, all right, he didn't really play too hot last week, with his back injury. Now he's dealing with an ankle ankle injury as well. He's probably going to play from the sounds of it, but you're talking about leverage in your lower body from your lower back all the way down to your lower extremities now. I can't imagine that's really going to go well for Jameis Winston. Granted, he could completely pop off. Maybe he gets a nice shot of cortisone and he gets into that game and he feels great. I don't know, but... Dealing with two injuries now, both being lower body to like all the way at the bottom of your body type injuries, I would maybe stay away from Jameis Winston this week. Maybe just take the week to kind of see how he does. Could he drop maybe 30 points and have the game of his life? Sure, possibly, but with what he's dealing with right now being lower back, lower back fractures in his vertebrae and an ankle issue, I'm a little bit worried about him. 
Alvin Kamara, though, sounds like he's going to be able to play. It, 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 the, the general feeling is that people expect him to be able to play, and that last week was more of precautionary being held out than anything else. It wasn't a severity type thing. They just wanted to make sure he was not risking further injury on top of what he was already dealing with. But it sounds like he's going to get to play. Maybe he splits more of a load with Mark Ingram, but if he's not able to play, obviously you have Ingram there to take the bulk majority of snaps should Kamara not go. So if Mark Ingram's available, maybe scoop him up just in case as an insurance policy. But I expect Alvin Kamara to play and expect him to be as important in that offense as he always is when he's on the field. Now for the Bills, wide receiver Gabriel Davis Dealing with an ankle injury, it sounds like he told Elena Getzenberg of ESPN he was 100% optimistic about playing. He is listed as questionable, though, and he's on the injury report. So while he wants to play, it is just something to keep an eye on. One o'clock window, though, just make sure you're double-checking, make sure he's ready to roll. Also, tight end Dawson Knox dealing with a foot issue, did not participate Wednesday, and he was limited Thursday and Friday. Sounds like he's a game-time decision type of guy, so make sure you're considering your options at the tight end spot there. See what's available, who's your backup if you have a backup tight end sitting on your bench right now, but he's a game-time guy. This is something that there is a potential that maybe he ends up missing the game, so definitely keep an eye on this one. The Lions... While they are listed, it sounds like they're likely to play. According to Justin Rogers of the Detroit News, he stated that he believes both Swift and Hawkinson are likely to play this game. DeAndre Swift dealing with the ankle injury still. He did, man he did manage to play last week, and he got a decent amount of numbers on the ground too, but his participation was limited compared to week one. So just keep that in mind. And then TJ Hawkinson, who's been... In terms of fantasy, a little bit disappointing this year. Sounds like he's going to be able to play. He's dealing with a hip issue. He was limited Wednesday through Friday, but he was able to practice all week, which is a good sign. So it sounds like he'll be good to go as well. So if you're looking at one of those two guys as your tight end one, running back one, I'd feel pretty good about them playing this week. Bengals tight end Hayden Hurst. He had a groin injury during the week, limited participation Wednesday and Friday, and he somehow sandwiched into full participation on Thursday. Uh, this is another game-time guy the Bengals are looking at, seeing whether he's going to be ready to go 90 minutes prior. So if you're relying on Hayden Hurst from Cincy, uh, just double-check again. Patriots wide receiver Jacoby Myers didn't participate Wednesday and Thursday, and then he was limited Friday. This is another one of those game-time decision types, guys. He missed the majority of the week. The Patriots, while you can sit there and argue whether their wide receiver room is deep, they do have a ton of wide receivers. And this is one where I could maybe even see Jacoby Myers being held out for the game just because you do have a handful of other guys, Defonte Parker, Nelson Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne. There's a handful of receivers you can rely on if he's not able to go in New England. And also with New England's adjustment to seeing more tight ends on the field, just keep an eye on Jacoby Myers. I would not be surprised if this is one where he gets held out considering he missed the majority of practice this week. And then for my last bit, Monday Night Football. If you're somebody who stashed this guy away, the Cowboys, wide receiver Michael Gallup, someone to keep in mind going into this week. I don't know how badly you need to start Michael Gallup or have him on your flex spot or whatever it may be, but it sounds like with back-to-back -back full participations on both Thursday and Friday, he could, he could be poised to make his season debut coming back from that knee injury, maybe like a limited snap. So if anything, he's like a flex guy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't rely on him too, too much as like your wide receiver too or anything like that. But CeeDee Lamb himself said that he expects Gallup to be able to go and having him on the field will be huge for this Dallas offense. He is obviously considered their number two wide receiver. He was treated as such this offseason with the way they re-signed him. So with that in mind, keep an eye on Michael Gallup. If you really want a like again, a flex guy, if you really need him and you know some of the guys you have on your roster right now just are not putting up the numbers if you have him stashed away. 
keep an eye. They have practice this week. It's after me recording this video, so I'm not going to have the full news on him. You'll probably find out about him sometime during Sunday. I'd probably imagine somewhere within like the mid-slate of games, maybe even later today, which would be awesome if you could really figure out something like that. Cowboys have the practice today, so once that wraps up, some more news will come out. But keep an eye on him. See what he is ready to do because it sounds like he's trending in the right direction to get himself some playing time this week to start off the season for him. But those are my guys. Keep an eye on the injury report. Make sure you are adjusting your fantasy football lineup so you know what you are getting yourself into on Sunday. But that's it for me. I appreciate you guys for watching. I will see you next time. Have a good one.